0: The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.
1: If you could learn more about spirituality and how it can work in your favor, would you be intrigued? Of course you would. It's time to get real. This is Get Real Radio with your host, James Robinson. In our show, we'll interview fascinating guests with the intent of bringing you closer to who you really want to be. Get ready for some of the most profound radio on any airwaves today. Now, here is James Robinson.
2: Welcome, everyone, to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and today... I'm going to be talking about something that seems to be the hot topic of a lot of philosophical and transformational conversations. And that is, how do I love myself? And, you know, for a lot of people, that's kind of like one of those questions like, why is there air? The thing is, is that most of us don't know what love is, and we don't know how we're supposed to behave when we love somebody. We've certainly seen it on Hollywood films. We may have read it in romantic novels. We may have read about it in mythological stories. However, I think in this day and age, as complicated as it is, loving somebody is is not as easy as it sounds and it's definitely uh, confusing on how do we love ourselves and i've recently have gone through a few things that have made it imperative that i love myself because you know when you go through a setback or you lose a relationship or you know things don't turn out the way you want if you don't love yourself that is going to be a cause of great suffering, and what certainly one of the big themes of my show has been to how to help people avoid suffering, how do people have happy lives, how to help people you know and be the best they can be and and accomplish what they want to accomplish, and to the extent they can have what they want but one of the things that uh, we just seem to keep tripping over, and is this issue of how do you love yourself and The problem is is that many of us are trained to look outside of ourselves for love, in other words, if you buy into the concept that a relationship is how you learn how to get love, then you 're definitely on the wrong track. If you think you're going to find love in a relationship and you don't have it inside of yourself, you're going to have a problem because that person that you project your love into is probably not going to be able to fulfill your fantasies, to fulfill your expectations, to fulfill your desires. And so you assume that you're unlovable. And that's not necessarily the case. But what we do have to have a pretty firm handle on is how do we act when we love ourselves. So that today, what I want to talk about is the things that we can do that would be behavior of somebody that can love themselves. And one of the things that I've heard many times is that sometimes we have to actually practice how to do this. I mean, it's, uh, for people who have grown up in dysfunctional families or they've had traumatic experiences in their life, they don't automatically know how to act and they certainly don't know how to behave around others. And, and so the thing is, is that there are some fundamental rules about how we should treat ourselves and how we should act if we love ourselves and if we're not doing that then we have to practice these behaviors and actually you can back yourself into Loving yourself, because when you start acting like you love yourself, when you start treating yourself in a loving way, that's where love begins to blossom. That's where love begins to grow. And so if you don't love yourself, if you have a negative self-image or a low self-worth, you can learn how to love yourself and, and raise your consciousness, you raise your confidence and raise your awareness by acting in a loving way. So uh, a lot of the self-improvement depends on the foundational assumption that we have to love ourselves in order to get what we want. And I have to say that I don't necessarily agree with that. I think that a lot of what passes as self-improvement is just simply a rationalization for why we don't get what we want. In other words, if we're not getting what we want, we must be doing something wrong. So we need to take this course, or we need to go to this guru, or we need to buy this book, uh, or we have to practice something in order to change the way we are in order to get what we want. And I think that's some slippery slopes there because sometimes, you know, we don't get what we want because it's bad for us. And I don't know about the listeners to the program, but I know a lot of times where I have just really, really desired something. I really, really wanted something. And as it turned out, that was really, really bad for me. So I think that a lot of times we don't get what we want either because we just don't have the perspective to understand that whatever we want is not good for us, or we don't have the perspective to know that whatever we want is not being given to us because we have something better coming. And a lot of times, especially when I was raising my two sons and my stepdaughter, a lot of times they would, you know, insist that they had to have this or they had to have that in order to be happy. And many times I had to make a decision that this really wasn't a good thing for them to have. And actually the best thing for them would be to learn patience or to rethink what it is that they wanted or to simply work on their self-image, self-confidence, self-worth. And so they don't need things that will make them happy and that they can be happy just with what they have. And so in any event, a lot of times when we desire something and we really want something, we're not being realistic. And A lot of times we aren't taking stock of what we have and all the gifts and all the blessings that we have and we want to live in a penthouse or we want to live in a pyramid or we want to live in the White House, all of which may or may not happen for us, but if we don't get them, that doesn't mean that we're doing something wrong or that we don't love ourselves. We have to sit there and be conscious about what we're thinking and doing and wanting and making sure that whatever it is that we want is something that we actually can achieve. Because I know that, I'm in my 60s now, and I would love to run marathons, and I would like to run a marathon every year, but my body just isn't capable of doing that anymore. So when I sit there and I'm not able to run a marathon, that's not because I don't love myself, and it's not because I don't uh, respect myself or do all the right things. It's just not realistic for me to be thinking that that's something that I really want a lot of times it's all about timing. And so we just have to be aware of the fact that we don't always get what we want when we want it. And if we love ourselves, that's not a problem. You know, one of the red flags about whether we love ourselves or not is is acting like a Uh, spoiled child, if we don't get what we want when we want it, then we feel badly about ourselves or we have negative self-worth issues or we think we're doing something wrong. And so what we need to do is back off of all of that and just kind of say, well, what would an adult do? Because an adult who loves themselves and is mature wouldn't be so wrapped up with material gains or getting what we want. So the first thing I'd like to suggest is that if you're not getting what you want, that doesn't mean you're doing something wrong. And so loving yourself allows the possibility that, uh, you know, it's on its way or it's not good for us or some, it's something we don't need. Success is getting what you want, Happiness is wanting what you get. So if you're feeling like a victim, in other words, you're not getting what you want, that's just your ego playing games with you. To love yourself means to be happy with what you have. You can certainly strive to help others more, to be better, or to be more productive, but the bottom line is, is that in order to love yourself, you have to let go of all of the stuff that you think you need in order to be happy, because loving yourself means you're happy with what you have and to be satisfied with what you're doing and knowing that you are doing the best you can. However, if you're constantly feeling like a victim because you're not getting what you want, that's not loving yourself. That's just ego and desire, and you're going to suffer because of that because you're not satisfied with who you are and what you have in the moment. The next thing that we have to do in order to love ourselves is we have to be our own biggest cheerleader. And if you've gone to schools with cheerleaders, you know what they do. They sit there and basically they try to cheer you up when things aren't going your way. I mean, and things are going our way, we don't need a cheerleader because we're happy because things are going our way. But the problem is is when things aren't going our way, then we have to look at well, what is it that's really going on? Is there something that we're doing wrong or is there is do we really care? And so You have to look at the priorities in your life. Would you rather be happy or something else? Or I always remember when I was practicing law, the first thing that I would ask somebody when they came into the office is, would you rather be happy or right? Because right can be very expensive. And luckily for me, they would always say, I want to be right. Or I'd say, well, pull out your checkbook. But happiness doesn't depend on being right. Happiness just depends on loving yourself, and that means being satisfied with what you have in the moment. And so, if you're not getting what you want, just say positive things to yourself, even if it's a cheer. If you remember all, any of those cheers from high school or college or or wherever you've ever seen, just remember that two, four, six, eight. Who do we appreciate? Me or that's you know that's okay we're going to get them anyway whatever cheer comes to your mind whatever positive thoughts come to your mind whatever is going on in your life you can make it more happy by just reminding yourself that you are worthy and you are worth it and you will will win in the end and just keep going, don't quit. One of the best mottos and cheers I've ever heard is don't quit before the miracle happens. So just don't give up, chin up and keep breathing. The next thing that we can do if we love ourselves is just do the best we can. I mean, when we know we're doing something wrong, is that loving? If we're doing something to hurt somebody else, Is that loving? Because we have to remember there's a spiritual principle that if we try to hurt somebody else, we're actually hurting ourselves. So we have to have the attitude and the mindset that whatever we're thinking and whatever we're doing is in our best interest, and we're doing the best we can. So it's not that we are trying to do anything harmful, we have to have the mindset that we're trying to do the best we can for ourselves and for everybody else. Because that is the only way we can love ourselves. And that is we don't get ourselves into difficult situations because we're being mean or vindictive or vengeful. What we what we have to look at is are we doing the best we can? And that's a question that you can ask yourself in any moment, am I doing the best I can or am I just being a dick or am I being an ass or am I being a bitch? Because one of the things that we always have to compare our behavior to is is what is the best person I can be and is this the behavior of someone that is being the best they can be? And so it always comes back to looking at yourself, looking in the mirror, and doing whatever it is that feels right, that feels the most loving, that feels the most empowering for yourself. The next suggestion I have is pay attention. Because if you're being in the victim mode, if you're in monkey brain, if you're not paying attention to what you're doing, then you're not loving yourself. What are you thinking about? That's what they call being mindful, observing your thoughts. Are you thinking that you are a good person? Are you thinking that you are worthy? Are you knowing that you're doing the best you can? Are you thinking something else? And if you're thinking something else, then you're not paying attention to what you're doing. So what you have to do is paying attention to what you're saying, pay attention to what you're thinking, pay attention to what you're doing, and pay attention to what other people, how other people are reacting to you because if other people are really upset with you, then that's probably because you are not being acting in a very loving way, which is a red flag that you are not loving yourself because if you love yourself, you don't want to hurt anybody else. It's not necessary. The only reason we ever strike out or, or do something that might hurt somebody else is because we don't love ourselves. We're in fear. We're in hurt. We're in pain. And that just shows we are not paying attention to whether or not we love ourselves. So make sure that you are paying attention. The next thing that I definitely would suggest to anybody is to get a sense of humor. Life would be a tragedy if it wasn't so funny. And if we don't have a sense of humor, if we don't appreciate how funny life is, then we're going to be depressed, and we're going to think life is tragic, and we're going to feel like a victim. And if you're feeling like a victim, that's not loving yourself. Our wisdom gets all mixed up with our neurosis. Our brilliance, our juiciness, our spiciness is all mixed up with our craziness and confusion. It doesn't do us any good to try to get rid of our negative aspects. I mean, embrace them. Because in that process, we also get in touch with our basic wonderfulness. We can lead our life so as to become more awake to who we are And what we're doing, rather than trying to improve or change or get rid of who we are or what we're doing, laugh at ourselves. If we love ourselves, we can appreciate the humor of our situation. And I laugh so much during the day because I know that I am the biggest crack up in the world. I'm always doing things that... Are funny if I allow myself, if I love myself enough to appreciate how funny what it is that I'm doing. And usually that's because I don't know what I'm doing. And I laugh at the fact that I don't know what I'm doing all the time. I just do the best I can and with what I know at the time. And I never look back at the past and beat myself up because now I know better than I did 10 years ago what I was doing. Laugh at what has happened in the past. Laugh at what is happening now. And laugh at what is going to happen in the future. When we can laugh at ourselves, that's a great indication that we love ourselves because we usually can't laugh when we feel stressed or threatened or traumatized or anything else. In order to be able to laugh, then we have to feel good about ourselves, and that means we love ourselves. So let all that nonsense go and get a sense of humor. Laugh at least once a day. And practice. Go look in the mirror. Smile. Tell yourself, how wonderful you are. And just, and if there are things that are stressing you out, laugh at them. It's absolutely magical what laughter can do to what you perceive is a life threatening situation. And if you laugh, then you can change your attitude. You can change the energy of the situation and you can change how you look at yourself. So if you love yourself, laugh as much as possible. Next, one thing that we get all confused about and upset about is money. That's because we are a materialistic society, we're a capitalistic society in the United States and most of the free world, and we're, you know, we always measure Our happiness, how much we love ourselves, by how much money we have. If we don't have any money, then we're victims. And so it's very, very important to understand that money has nothing to do with it. It's just a number on a piece of paper. Look at how your mind behaves when you feel you have money and how it behaves when you feel like you're broke. There's probably a big difference. So what you have to do is understand that if you love yourself, it doesn't matter how much money you have. You love yourself regardless of whether you have money or not. I have made a lot of money, and I've lost a lot of money. Right now, I'm just going through a process where I've lost a lot of money. But the thing that I truly believe and the thing that I know is that if I love myself, It doesn't make any difference. It's all part of the game of life. Money is one of those things that we put way too much importance on. And if we love ourselves, we will trust ourselves, we will have faith in ourselves, and we will go just make some more. We'll manifest some more. If we're victims, if we feel like we're losers, if we feel like we can't do anything right, it's very difficult to go make more money at least have enough self-respect and and humor and optimism to go buy a, a $2 raffle ticket. I'm not suggesting that this is going to solve anybody's problem, but it does spark hope. And the thing we have to remember is money has nothing to do with anything because we can be happy with it or without it. And I can guarantee you, I've, I've, Known people that have more money than I will ever have, and they are absolutely miserable. They don't love themselves. You know, the ironic thing is that most people who have millions or billions of dollars don't feel like they deserve it on some subconscious level they don't love themselves enough to know that they do deserve it that they have it for a reason and they're you know they could be doing a lot of good with that money other than hoarding it and feeling terrible about themselves so one of the ways that we can you know make more money is to have a positive attitude about ourselves and allow ourselves to to accept money when we receive it to cherish it, to understand that it is the fact that we love ourselves and know that we deserve it is what attracts it. So if you love yourself, don't worry how much money you have because money is irrelevant. So we're coming up on the break, and I have many more suggestions on how to love yourself. But stay tuned. Keep listening. I have some great ideas on how to love yourself coming up. This is Get Real Radio, and I'm your host, James Robinson, and we're talking about how do we love ourselves. We'll be right back.
1: Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Have you found the beauty inside
3: of you? Join Bonnie Bonadeo each week for Beauty Inside and Out. We'll explain how beauty plays a part in everybody's lives. Our guests are makeup artists, hairdressers, and doctors, but we'll also feature holistic and wellness specialists and spiritual advisors you can find that beauty inside and express it to its fullest on the outside. Tune in to Beauty Inside and Out every Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel.
0: You count. Tune into to Interrevolutionary Radio and join the spontaneous wave of people all over the planet who, like you, are changing our world from the inside out. Follow the movement. Meet guests who are shaking things up. Call in and gain insights and courage to empower your own voice. Large or small, your part counts. So join us. Co-hosted by Beth Green and James Maynard, Revolutionary Radio airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel.
3: No matter what your current situation is, you have a unique story to your life. It's a dynamically changing story that requires constant adjustments to lifestyle and environment. That includes your home. As you continue to enhance your living space, you are also making overall improvements to increase the value of your home. Join Laura Minoff each Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time for dynamic insights for your home environment on the Voice America Variety Channel. And start living now.
0: Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll turn up your perspective on life. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspiring really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com.
1: You are listening to Get Real Radio with James Robinson. We'd love to hear from you. Please call in to 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to Media at gmail.com. That's mr.jamesmedia at gmail.com. Now, back to the show.
2: Welcome back, everyone, to Get Real Radio. I'm your host, James Robinson, and today we're talking about how do we love ourselves. And as I said at the start of the program, this is a very important topic because a lot of times, if you don't love yourself, then your life is probably going to be miserable. And so if you're really in a loving mood, an accepting mood, a receptive mood, and anything that you do or anything that happens is okay with you, then that's a clear sign that you definitely love yourself. So give yourself a big hug. But if you're not in that place, there's a couple of things that you can do to help yourself get into that place. And one of the things that I've noticed a lot of times is is that when people get sick, they don't ask for help. If you love yourself, you're going to go to a doctor, a psychologist, a friend, a family member, somebody, and ask for help. Because a lot of times when we have something else plans, guess what? Life happens. And it can make us depressed. It can make us sick. We can you know, be in the wrong place at the wrong time. We can get hurt. Whatever. But if you're sick, go get help. That's one of the most important things we can do is to to by loving ourselves we will go get help and just make sure it's not your lifestyle that's causing your sickness if you are sick most of the time there's a message there and sometimes the illness is telling you to slow down or to look at your food consumption what is it that you're eating or to move on from a particular situation and let go of it and just quit obsessing about it. There's always a message to every illness if you listen to it, but you have to love yourself in order to hear it. Next suggestion I've got for you is to exercise. Now, that can be anything from getting out of your house once a day to going to the gym to, you know, doing whatever it is that engages your brain, your mind, your body, and your spirit. Because endorphins, which are the enzymes that your brain creates when you're exercising at the proper level, are wonderful. They make you feel good. They help you relieve stress. You can conquer the world with endorphins in your system. So just remember to get some kind of exercise. Move your body, even if it's just dancing or just getting out of bed. Get out of bed. Go do something. Move your body. Shake your booty. Have fun. Dance. Sing. Go hug somebody. Use your body as best you can and allow it to feel itself. And then you can love yourself. Next is a real big one, and that is to be grateful. You know, being grateful is more than just an emotion because they've done a lot of studies on what happens when people feel grateful, and what happens is your brain actually secretes serotonin and melatonin, which are the chemicals, the enzymes that allow you to feel relaxed. So if you're under a lot of stress and you don't know what to do, and your adrenaline glands are about shot and you're just pumping adrenaline into your system because you're scared what's going to happen, focus on being grateful for something. And that will change your brain chemistry. That will help your brain calm your body down. And then you can start thinking logically. You can start using your frontal cortex. You can start being intuitive. You can start using your intelligence rather than feeling like, It's uh, you're in a minefield and you're dodging bullets left and right. When your brain is secreting melatonin and serotonin, everything feels okay. You know that you're going to be okay and you can probably figure out solutions that you would never be able to understand or to come up with if you're under stress. So just be grateful for for more reasons than just to be grateful because you understand that this is changing your brain brain chemistry and you can have a better result. Next, don't buy into the hype. And what I'm talking about is is be yourself. Oscar Wilde, who was an English uh, philosopher and comedian and very witty fellow, said one time, be yourself. Everybody else is taken. And that is a very profound statement because that means don't compare yourself to everybody else. If you compare yourself to everybody else, you're just setting yourself up for failure. And you're just telling yourself, I don't love myself. Because if you look at all the people who look like they're more successful than you, the big illusion is, is that you don't know what those people are going through. They may feel more scared, more stressed, and more out of touch than you do. You know, sometimes just because somebody has a lot of money, a lot of clothes, and they're going through what looks like the good life doesn't mean that they love themselves. And it certainly doesn't mean like they're doing any better than you are. So one of the cardinal rules on loving yourself is quit comparing yourself to anybody else. You know, if you are sitting there obsessed with looking as good as somebody else, you don't love yourself because loving yourself means being okay with who you are right here, right now. Just because you don't have a big house, a big closet, a big car or a family or whatever else that you measure success by, that doesn't mean that you're doing anything wrong and if you really and truly love yourself you will know that you know it's all about timing if it's meant for you to have some of that then you would have it if it's meant for you to experience what you're experiencing right here right now then that's the way it is and don't fret about it don't worry about it and don't obsess about it because when we love ourselves we are absolutely okay with what we're doing right now and we don't blame ourselves. We don't criticize ourselves. We accept what's happening right now and know that things are going to change at any moment. And when we buy into the hype, when we buy into all the advertising, when we buy into what corporate America wants you to believe, and that is you're not going to be happy until you get this product that we're advertising on the TV right now, you're falling into the hype. Do you really need 14 computers? Do you really need an iWatch? Do you really need the latest thing that uh, the computer companies come out with? Do you really need a, a raise? Do you really need to do anything other than be happy with who you are and what you have? And the answer, of course, is no, you don't really need that because... If that was true, then you couldn't be happy without it. And so I go back to my original example, and that is most of the people I know with a lot of money are just as miserable as the people that don't have money. And that's because money has nothing to do with whether you love yourself or not. So get with the program and love yourself and don't worry about owning everything in the world. The next thing I want to talk about is understanding change. And and that is one thing I think that is always difficult for people who finally hit the big time. They finally get what they want. So what do they want? They don't want things to change. Of course, you know, 10 minutes before when they didn't have all that stuff, they were praying to God or whoever to change, change, change. And so it's just a natural thermodynamic law that all things will change. Our attitudes, our perceptions, our bodies, our relationships, our bank accounts, our material possessions, everything changes every moment, every day. Be realistic about what you are experiencing. Again, going back to the marathon example, You know, I would love to go run a marathon, but I know that my body cannot handle that anymore unless something very drastic changes. So I have to choose. Do I choose a change of what I'm going to have to do in order to have the stamina to go run a marathon, or do I just sit back and relax and enjoy myself and life and be perfectly happy sitting where I am? I haven't answered that question yet, but that's the kind of thing which you have to confront. If you really want something is it realistic? Do you or do you have what it takes to change to, in order to achieve whatever it is that you want to achieve or should you be more realistic? Should you just say okay, I can't do that right now or anymore? And if I love myself eni- enough, do I really want to put my body through the stress and the strain of training for a marathon? Well, I'm having some second thoughts about that. And I wanted to let everybody know that, you know, unless I get struck by lightning, I probably won't be training for a marathon this year. We'll see. Not ruling out the possibility, but I know that a lot of change is going to happen for me in order to achieve that goal. I think where we get really traumatized and we get into victimhood is when we decide we want something and we're not willing to change and do the things that are necessary in order to achieve it. And even if we make those changes, that doesn't mean we're going to achieve it. But if we love ourselves, we will understand it really doesn't matter where we achieve it or not. It's all about the journey. It's all about the process. When we love ourselves, we will love what we're becoming, what we're changing into. It makes no difference about the result. If we're if we start doing things because we expect a result, that's not loving. That's just simply uh, being materialistic. What we have to do is say: Is this a loving thing for me to do? Is this do I am I doing something that is loving to myself? If I want to achieve that goal, if I wanted to be On SEAL Team 6, number one, that's a totally unrealistic goal. But second, do I want to go shoot somebody? Answer is no. And the third is, am I willing to sacrifice everything I would have to sacrifice and even to consider doing that? And the answer is no, because I love myself. I don't want to hurt anybody else. And I certainly don't want to hurt myself to put my body through that pain and suffering in order to be somebody that could do that. That doesn't mean that I'm criticizing anybody that does, but I'm telling you that in in my worldview, when I love myself, I'm not going to do that. The next thing I want to talk about is being alone. Now, I know a lot of people aren't comfortable with that, they want to be with somebody the whole time. There seems to be a culture that we have to be paired off in some sort of a mating relationship. We have to find our soulmate, or we have to find a friend, or we have to have friends, or we have to be popular, or we have to do this, or we have to do that in order to be happy. Well, the truth is that we need to get back to discovering who we are. And the only way we're going to learn how to do that is to be alone. Eat alone. Go out on a date by yourself. Sleep by yourself. If you're in a relationship, the person that loves you will let you do this. Even if it's just for a day, go find out what it's like to be by yourself, and to be happy with yourself. One of the biggest problems we have in relationships these days is there are so many distractions, and these distractions are uh, not allowing us to look at ourselves and discovering who we are and appreciating who we are and understanding the magical person that we are. So we have to get off by ourselves, even if it's I'm not talking about going off for a girl's weekend or a boy's weekend. I'm talking about going off by yourself and getting in touch with yourself. You have to learn how to be comfortable being with yourself. When you do this, then you will learn about yourself, who you are and what makes you tick. And if you want, you can find out what it is you really want, what inspires you, what you like and what you don't like. You can't do this when you're in a crowd of people. You're not going to be able to do this with your soulmate. You're not going to be able to do this with your spouse. You're not going to be able to do this with your best girlfriends or boyfriends. You have to go out and spend some time with yourself. It's the best gift that you can give yourself and you may just learn that you are worthy of your own love. When you discover who you really are, then you will know who you want to be with. And if you're comfortable being by yourself, you can be with anybody because it doesn't matter whether those people are there or not. And you don't attach to them, you don't make demands on them, you don't have expectations about them, You are just totally comfortable in your own skin, and they can be who they are. You can be who you are, and love abounds. You have to understand that life is a roller coaster. Whether you like it or not, especially when things are changing, you're going to have highs and you're going to have lows. Life is awesome, and then it sucks, and then it's awesome, and then it sucks. Hopefully, you spend more time appreciating how awesome life is than being a victim and thinking that it sucks. Either way, there's no difference if you're going up and down. Just detach and enjoy the ride. Just remember to breathe. You know, the roller coaster metaphor is perfect for this because there's a beginning and an end to this ride. And then there are ups And there's downs. And there's only two things that are certain about the ride. It starts and it stops. Now, the rest of the ride, you can either appreciate or you can hate. You can take it personally. You can say that life is not on your side. Life is against you. Life is out to make you miserable. Or you can just remember that you're the one that got on this roller coaster in the first place. Nobody made you get on the roller coaster. Nobody made you be born. You volunteered for that. And so as life goes up and life goes down, just remember it's all the same. It's just a ride. And when you love yourself, you love yourself as you're going up and you love yourself when you're going down. There's no reason why you should change the love that you have for yourself by virtue of what your perspective is it doesn't matter whether or not you are getting what you want what matters is that you are enjoying the ride and in connection with that stop waiting for something to happen you know we always fall into this trap of saying well when this happens then i will be happy, or then I will love myself. If I could just make a lot of money, then I can love myself. Well, guess what? If you made a lot of money and you weren't loving yourself, you still wouldn't love yourself. You have to start on this loving yourself right now. You can't wait until Friday at 5 p.m. You can't wait until the new moon or the lunar eclipse. You can't wait for the raise that you want. You can't wait until somebody loves you that is your soulmate. You can't wait for the other shoe to drop. Be the most you can be in the moment and love yourself as much as you possibly can right then and right there. Here are some suggestions. Learn something new and write it down. You know, keeping a diary is great, but focus on what it is that you learned today. You don't have to do an autobiography or make a history of all the bad things you're thinking about. Think about one thing that you learned today, something you didn't know before, and keep a journal of that, and then look at it every week or every month or every year, and then you'll be so surprised how much you're learning and how much you're growing and how much better a person you are, at the end of this, soon you will have a book, this journal, that will inspire you, refocus you, and deliver you from your lack of self-love. And when you can see what it is you're learning, how much you're growing, and what it is you've experienced over the period of time that you look at this journal, you can love yourself because you will understand what an amazing being you are and how much you're getting out of this journey and how much fun the roller coaster ride is. And in connection with that, you have to stop regretting the past. You know, one of the things I keep saying to people is how wonderful life would be if we woke up every morning with amnesia. Everything would be fresh. There would be no grudges. There'd be no regrets. There'd be no trauma. There'd be no anything. There'd just be a new day, a new mind, a new attitude, a new life every day. Well, we can actually do that. We don't have to forget everything that happened, but our our judgment of it, our prejudice about it, and the way we interpret what is happening is always something that is available to us. You know, I have to laugh. One of the things I laugh about is that our memory is not very good. Even people, I've met a lot of people who claim to have photographic memories, and usually they're the ones whose memory is really bad. It's all subjective. You never know what you re- recollect or what you, me- you know, remember is true or not. It's just your perception of things. And a lot of times when I've gone back to people and talked to people about things that happened 20 years ago or 40 years ago or 50 years ago, my recollection of it, and I would have bet money that I was right, they have a completely different recollection. So what does that mean? Does that mean I'm wrong? Does that mean that they're wrong? No, it just means that our memories aren't perfect. So my point is is that if you're regretting the past it's probably because you don't remember it very well and you're beating yourself up for something that happened and it's probably because you've forgotten what really happened. And that brings us to one of the most important things on loving yourself and that is quit overthinking quit overanalyzing. We are always analyzing our past we're always planning the future we're always trying to analyze exactly how we feel and what it all means this is something that is causing more problems more misery more suffering than anything else i know and that is our ocd minds our you know our obsessive compulsive behavior what we're doing is we're our ego is out of control, and we need to let it go. Whatever's happened in the past is the past. Whatever's going to happen in the future is the future. And the only thing we can think about right now is what are we doing? So if we would just focus on how much fun we're having right now in the moment, even if we're in the dentist chair getting all of our teeth pulled, can you actually sit there and say, I'm having best time of my life that's how you know you love yourself because you're not suffering you're not beating yourself up over something you don't remember anyway here's my one of my final suggestions go serve somebody else go concentrate on somebody else for a while see what it is you can do to help them and that will make you feel better about yourself But the last suggestion I would have for you is to go to a hospital and look in the nursery. Go look at the babies. When we look at babies, we're reminded of where we came from and what we were like before we learned how not to love ourselves. Look at all of that innocence. And remember what it must have been like when we were babies. Or... If that makes you feel uncomfortable, go to a pet store and pet a puppy or a kitten. Go pick up something that is young, innocent, and hasn't experienced the world. So, unfortunately, I have a few more suggestions, but we're running out of time. We'll do another show in the not too different future on some of the more important things that I haven't gotten to. But these these suggestions that I have, I think if you just made a list of them and, and put them to use, then you will start to love yourself more. Thank you for listening. This is Get Real Radio. My name is James Robinson. I'm your host, and we've been talking about how to love yourself.